You're listening to the Digital Remodeler Podcast. In each episode, we explore the latest trends, tools, and strategies for transforming your home remodeling business in the digital age. Join host Carl Willis, a seasoned home services digital marketing consultant, as he interviews industry experts, shares success stories, and provides actionable tips to help you stay ahead of the curve and build a successful and sustainable home remodeling business in today's ever-evolving market. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, this show is the ultimate guide to help you modernize your business and thrive in the digital world. talk about scaling your home remodeling business. And let me set a little preface for this. There really are two types of home remodeling companies. Uh, there's the home remodeling company that, that really is a self-employed individual with maybe one or two people working for them. And then there's a second kind of home remodeling company, and this is led by more of an entrepreneurial leader. Um, they still may be at, you know, three, four people on the team, but the aspirations are much larger. They're much different. It's aspirations of building a large business to either sell or to spin off other businesses. And so it's really that second type of home remodeling contractor that I'm talking to today. The person that's an entrepreneur first and a remodeling contractor second. Uh, They've chosen remodeling as their vehicle to to build their business empire, build their wealth, and do those kinds of things. So today I'm just going to give you some uh, tips, give you some guidance on some things you can do to scale. Uh, This comes from working with a a lot of different contractors through the years, and uh, these are some things I hope you'll find helpful. We want to make this a, a piece that you can use and implement. So the first thing you need to do is you just need to deepen your understanding of the market. Um, understanding your your market is is key to identifying those threats, those opportunities, uh, knowing what your next best step should be. So the way you do that, uh, first and foremost, is you want to conduct market research. Um, use platforms like SurveyMonkey to gather customer feedback. And so understanding customer preferences will help you tailor your service to better meet market demand. You also want to identify industry trends. You can use resources like NAHB reports to stay informed about what's happening in the industry, how things are shifting. Um, This can inform you about new technologies or methods that uh, competitors are going to be using and and get you ahead of that competition. Um, You want to analyze your competitors. Um, This is a key piece. Uh, Use tools like SEMrush. Uh, to get some insights into your competitors' online strategies. Figure out what they're doing. Reverse engineer their process so you can look for gaps in your own strategy, and you can also look for opportunities that your competitor has potentially missed. And then, of course, you want to attend industry events. Um, So events like the NAHB uh, International Builder Show are going to offer you opportunities to network, to learn from peers, uh, keep abreast of of emerging industry standards and technologies, and it's a great place for you to make connections. One of the things you'll find that when you make those connections, 
Uh, you tend to mastermind together. You tend to brainstorm together. You tend to swap best ideas, best practices. So don't, don't negate those live events where you can really spend some time talking with others in your industry. Now, the second thing you want to focus on if you're going to scale is enhanced internet marketing strategies. Uh, because a strong online presence is going to be key to not only attracting, uh, but retaining a modern customer base. Um, in today's world, everybody is multiple modality. They're on their phones, they're on their iPads, they're on their laptops, um, they're using voice-activated devices. There's a lot of bases you're going to need to cover in your online marketing strategy. First and foremost, you want to optimize your website. Um, utilize SEO tools for better online visibility. Uh, make sure that your services are easily found by potential clients in your market. And of course, a user-friendly website is key because it's going to help retain visitors, keep them on the page longer. And uh, what we really want them to do is take an action, place a phone call, fill out a form, uh, message you. And so the more that website is optimized, the easier it is to do that. Ideally, you're going to want to target a, a 20 to 30% conversion rate from visitor to lead. And that's uh, what you want to keep optimizing towards. Then content marketing is the next piece. Um, a blog is a great tool to position yourself as the go-to expert in your industry. And so share success stories um, on that blog, um, show proof of your work, demonstrate your capability, build trust with your potential clients. And here's a, another piece of this equation. As we are watching how Google and Bing and the, the major search engines are applying AI into their search process, what we're seeing is the algorithms are now pulling more content-based results um, from the AI as opposed to the traditional keyword-driven results. So the more content you can create, the better off you're going to be, especially in this AI-driven search environment that we're entering into. And then finally, your social media engagement. Uh, platforms like Instagram and Facebook are absolutely perfect for showcasing the visual transformations you're making in people's homes. So show off your work, but but show it off well. And let me explain this. We've had clients that we've had to go back and say, hey, we, we need you to take pictures again, but this time get the paint can out of the picture. This time get the, the ladder with the rag out of the picture in the background. This time, you know, make sure the garbage can's not sitting on the countertop. So so think through this strategically. Think of this like a your your promo brochure. When you take that picture, make sure you've got good lighting, make sure you stage that environment a little bit. And and let me emphasize this, you know, a set of studio lights will cost you less than $100. Probably a good investment if you want to take better pictures. Bring your studio lights in when you uh, are finished with a project. Take those photos and start to put those out in your social media universe and into your advertising. What that's going to do is it's going to draw more people to you because it's going to excite their imagination. And so what it'll do is it will engage your audience and it will begin to develop that brand loyalty that you're going to need to scale up. And then, of course, you want to diversify your services. You know, one of the things that uh, you've heard all your life is don't put your eggs in one basket. 
And so the key to to building a long-term business is looking for those diversification opportunities. And so expanding your service opportunities will allow you to tap into new markets, new customers. So look at some new services that you could add. Are there some complementary services uh, that you could add? Uh, you know, are you maybe needing to look at adding a handyman division to your company? Do you need to look at uh, adding a, a heating, air, and, and plumbing company or an electrical company uh, to the mix of the services that you offer? Look for opportunities to diversify. Um, this could also include some of the remodeling services that you offer, energy efficient renovations or home automation. Those are things that people are really starting to look at. It may be a place for you to create another profit center for yourself. And then, of course, training and certification. Make sure that your in team is trained on these new services. Uh, make sure they're up to date. Make sure certifications are up to date. This not only improves the service quality, but it also improves the morale of the team, and it gives your consumer greater confidence in using your services because now you have validation to back up your expertise. You want to leverage a CRM in your customer relationships. And if you're not sure what a CRM is, that means customer relationship management. And so effective CRM systems will enhance customer satisfaction and retention most of them will offer some automation to help you in those uh, customer touches. But you want to implement a, a CRM system. A, a tool like Salesforce can help manage your customers' data. It can track interactions. It can personalize the marketing efforts, uh, giving your customers just a better experience overall. And then, of course, you do want to track those customer interactions in Facebook. Collecting and analyzing feedback is absolutely essential for continuous improvement. And what it'll do is it'll help you fine-tune your services to better need that meet the needs of your customers. And so let's talk about this for a second as well. To scale, you've really got to know your data. You've got to know your numbers. You've got to know your feedback. You've got to know what your, your strong points, your weak points are. Um, that's going to be key for you. Next piece in uh, scaling up is find those strategic networking and, and partnerships uh, opportunities. And so uh, one of the things you'll find is that oftentimes your diversification, your opportunities uh, come about just simply because of the relationship you have with someone else. And so what happens is those relationships it can lead to new opportunities. It can lead to opportunities to partner or collaborate. Um, so you want to build the industry contacts. Um, so form connections with other contractors, other suppliers. Uh, and then you also want to join local business groups. Uh, participate in that BNI, that Rotary Club, the Chamber, you know, whatever it is you decide. Because it's going to increase your visibility, but it's also going to open doors to you for more local projects because now you have relationship behind it. Remember, people like to do business with those that they know, like, and trust. And so the more you can become a, a well-known individual in your community with those who are going to have the kind of work you're looking for, um, the better off you're going to be long-term. Number six, you want to focus on operational efficiency and the utilization of tools. 
And so one of the first things we would recommend is that you adopt some type of project management software. Um, use tools like Asana or Trello uh, for better project management and tracking. Um, in our own business, we use ClickUp and then we use Slack for communication. And that's part of this next point, streamline your processes. Automation can reduce time spent on these repetitive tasks and allow your team to focus on the things that are more critical. And so use the automation, use the project management software, use the efficient communication tools uh, to make you more efficient, much more effective, help you not to, to overlook things uh, that can become problem points later. Number seven, you want to invest in your team and your culture. Um, so a well-trained and motivated team is essential to deliver high-quality services to your customers. So number one, encourage professional development. Um, continuous learning is going to ensure that your team is up to date with the latest practices, standards, and they're going to deliver a better quality of service overall. And then you want to foster a positive work environment. A supportive culture encourages the team to collaborate, to innovate, and uh, it's going to be key to business growth. It's who you surround yourself with that is going to help you scale up. You know, one of the things that you often see with business owners, um, a lot of business owners can move things for a while with brute force. But at some point, there, there comes a place where if you're going to go any further, your brute force is not enough. You have to surround yourself with the right people and create the right culture for those individuals to thrive. Um, you want to look at your financial management systems. Sound financial management and planning um, are part of what's going to undergird your business expansion. So first and foremost, develop a financial plan. Have a clear roadmap uh, that's going to help you to strategically allocate resources uh, for your growth initiatives. It's going to help you maintain your financial health. doesn't matter how much money you make. It's how much money you keep. So you've got to be profitable. And then, of course, you want to explore funding options. You need to understand what are the different funding avenues that will enable you to make informed decisions when financing your growth, because there will come a point that you may need to use debt strategically to scale up your business. And so that could be through loans, that could be through reinvesting your profits, but, but just consider what are the different funding options you have. And so once you have that, figure out what your roadmap is and make sure you stay on course. Number nine, we want to look at risk management in scaling your business. So there's an old saying, the higher the levels, the higher the devils. And so the larger you grow your business, the more complex it becomes, the more complications you may encounter. So you want to assess and manage potential risks to make sure you have stable expansion, that you don't get derailed prematurely. So number one, you want to conduct risk assessments. Now, regular risk assessments are just going to help you identify those potential challenges and help you develop the strategies to deal with those challenges. And then you also want to develop contingency plans. So have a backup plan in place to make sure your business can withstand unforeseen challenges and events and continue to operate smoothly. One of the biggest risk management things you need to take a look at is yourself. What happens if you're out of the picture for a while? I always uh, laughingly tell our team, 
you know, this this has got to go on whether I'm here or not. Um, and and so if something happens to me, everybody knows what they need to do. And so you need to be thinking about that. If something happens to you, how's the business going to continue? Is there a partner involved? Is there a general manager? What does that look like for you? And then number 10, our final point here, measure success through key metrics. You've got to regularly track your performance against key business metrics to help make the right decisions. And this is something that I said a few moments ago, you have to know your numbers. Know your numbers, know your feedback, know your data. Those are the things that that have to be in play. Um, Next thing here is identify and track your key metrics. This is going to be things like customer satisfaction, project profitability. Um, Those are going to give you insights into your business performance and areas that need improvement. And then, of course, adjust your strategies based on the data you get. Be a data-driven business. So regular analysis of your data is going to inform what your next next excuse me next best steps need to be, ensuring that your business remains moving in the proper direction and aligned with its objectives. And so those are just a few thoughts for you on how to scale up your remodeling business. Hope you found this video helpful, and I look forward to talking with you again soon.